Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast and YouTube. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today, we have Bethany Nicole Barton. And believe me, you don't want to miss this. Bethany Nicole Barton is an L.A.-based author and freelance writer who specializes in writing about all things dating and relationship. She loves delving into human emotions and connections and how we express those through our relationships. Her poetry spans all genres. She loves how poetry connects and unites and allows us to connect on a deeper level. She has had several pieces published and her debut book, Apologies I Never Got, features dating and relationship horror stories phrased as apologies we never got and the people who never gave them to us. She considers the apologies as a type of micro-poem as it tells an entire story in a few short lines. I went through some interesting <laughs> relationships through some of the dating sites and stuff. And I bet you probably hear some things as well. Yes, I definitely hear some very interesting stories. So tell us a bit about yourself as one who was in the, the dating scene um, and finally met Mr. Wright about your background, uh, how you got into this. Yeah, so I really started with social work as type of career. I was doing that in Austin in Texas. And I had always been a writer. I'd always loved writing, but I grew up in North Carolina, a really small town, and I just didn't even conceptualize it as a career option. I didn't realize it would be something I could do. And it just really kept calling to me. And I picked up a lot of information from my books doing social work. But I knew at the end of the day, that really wasn't what was going to be right for me. So at that point, I left that job, moved to LA and, you know, put the book together and, you know, started kind of my career as freelance. And in that was putting out my poetry as well and was just surprised at the response I got at that and how it got picked up and different things. So yeah, it was just kind of a journey to get to that part. That's quite a step from social work to poetry, but I have that background as well. So I can oh, relate yeah. to that. I mean, and you take <laughs> yeah. so many things that come from life and what you do with social work applies to what we do with poetry, I think. I'm always pulling Definitely. things into that. Right. Now, you're originally from North Carolina. That's where I'm at in North Carolina. I'm in Raleigh. Oh, wow. That's so cool. Yeah, I was from Brevard. So it's the very small western <laughs> part of North Carolina. Oh, okay. So you're in the mountains. Yes. Okay. Wow. And you left North Carolina and went to California. Wow. Brave step. <laughs> well, Texas in California. Yeah, yeah. So you have a book that's not quite out yet, if I understand it correctly. Yes. Tell us about yes. that. Yeah. So the book is uh, Apologies I Never Got, and it's dating and relationship horror stories phrased as apologies you never got from the person who never gave them to you. 
So I do kind of consider them as kind of micro poems because they do tell a story in maybe one or two lines and they really sum up an entire event into that short little section. Um, all of them are split up into categories. So there's um, one called 50 Worst Dates, which are first dates that go wrong. Then there's Love by the Gaslight, which is ones where people are gaslighted and they're split up into these categories and then the poems come through and then I dive into kind of the underlying things going on with that relationship issue, whether it's, you know, first dates or gaslighting or love languages or whatever it is that's mm -hmm. coming up in these apologies. And so in a way, it's kind of also an education um, about these particular types of things like gaslighting, which seems to be more and more something I hear more and more about. So Yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you have people write into you about their relationships to contribute to what you do? Yes, yes, I do. I have a lot of them that are of my own. I have a lot of them that were friends, coworkers, and then I did open it up for people to submit. And so I do have some submissions and then I've already started work on the sequel because I just was getting so many <laughs> that <laughs> couldn't fit into the first book. And so, wow. uh, yeah, so I'm rounding out even the second book with uh, some of the submissions. Wow. Uh, that's going to be an interesting read, I think. So it's probably would I would it be accurate to say it's maybe a little bit of humor, uh, a little bit of sorrow, a little bit of anger, a little bit of different kinds of emotions you know, mixed in. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's definitely an emotional journey, but yeah, I think the the baseline is you know self healing and forgiveness and kind of that sort of journey because, you know, there's definitely humor and, and all these different components, but it's also about learning that we don't always get the apologies in life that we deserve, mm -hmm. and we have to learn to let that go, and one of the ways to let that go is, you know, finding this outlet to kind of give them to yourself, see that, you know, some of them are kind of humorous because they're so silly and ridiculous, and then to just, you know, let it go so they don't follow you around and control your life and, you know, because if you're waiting to heal or move on based on someone giving you an apology, you could be waiting forever, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we all have one of the two apologies out there that we're probably we're waiting for and never did get, you know, I can yeah. think of a couple of myself. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe even a couple of times I should have apologized, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. there is that aspect too of you know, especially with dating and relationships, a lot of people say like, why didn't I see this? Or how did I miss this? Or, or whatever. And so there is an, or why did I put up with it? And, you know, there is an aspect of allowing yourself to apologize to yourself of, I didn't stand up for myself. I, I didn't see it. I didn't right. do this or that. But it's like, that's okay. Now you know differently. And mm -hmm. we can move past. Now with so in your social work career, did you work with counseling people that gave you kind of this relationship experience to that background or so in texas it's called cps it's child protective services yeah so i actually oh. worked in that field yeah okay working, working with families to try to reunify once their children were already in custody of the state um so working with the kids and the parents and just kind of trying to see if it was something that could be done and then uh finding permanency solutions for the kids if it wasn't and um i was yeah. in that aspect and then I also worked later on in my career with it I worked with 
the families that were taking in the kids. So working mm-hmm. with how that affected their lives and their relationships with each other and this new child in their home and um, helping them with resources and things like that. Right. Okay. I, I worked with kids that were taken from homes mostly. Um, yeah. Counseled yeah. with them. So, yeah. Yeah. I worked with the kids for a while too. Mm-hmm. So, well, then, you know, you understand the importance of building a healthy relationship and back it, that's a wonderful background to be able to write something like this because you want to see people, I would guess, want to see people pretty happy with themselves and happy with the people that are around them. Right. And I think what I really took from that too, moving forward with the book was, you know, seeing what happens when you let apologies you never got run your life, because a lot Mm -hmm. of these parents, you know, were maybe second generation into custody. They were in custody or or whatever, Mm -hmm. Um, or they had situations growing up where, you know, they had a lot of, you know, ungiven apologies and a lot of things, trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, And they would let that kind of run their lives and they would let it be, you know, I hate to say excuse, but they, you know, they would, they would say, well, my parents did this to me and and this and that. And, and you hear it, you understand obviously where they're coming from. They've experienced these really terrible things, but you know, what I was trying to work with them to get was, but you're only hurting yourself. You're hurting Mm -hmm. yourself. You're hurting your children. You're not punishing your parents by living this way. You're punishing yourself. Exactly. You got to break that cycle somewhere. Right. The cycle has to be broken because it's not that you don't have valid reasons to be upset or to be hurt mm-hmm. or to be angry. They're very valid, but, you know, just getting people to that point of, but do you want to live your life this way? You know, mm-hmm. by not dealing with that, is this really what you want to do? And mm-hmm. it's not. No one, you know, the goal is you want to live a happy and fulfilled life, you know, and, and people in and out of court with kids in and out of custody, I mean, you know, in rehabs and different things, like you're not happy, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not a good existence for you either. So, um, and then with dating and relationships, you know, it's not, you're not happy and healthy in a new relationship if you're dragging in exes Mm -hmm. or, or past things. And, and so the goal really is to get people to the point of understanding this is about you. This is about Mm -hmm. the life that you can create for yourself if you let go of these things that are hounding you. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And, you know, knowing this about your background and knowing how you've delved into relationships with people, you know, in looking at this book that's coming out, that's going to, to me to be very beneficial for others to, to, I think we could all learn something, no matter how old we are. You know, I'm old as dirt, and I can still learn new things. And you know, I just don't ever think that we could ever stop learning. And you know, bravo for you for writing this book. When are we going to get to hear it or see it? I mean, yeah, it's still. I'm still working with different literary agents to see where its home is going to be. Uh, I really ah. want to find a good place, and so um, I've had you know, a few with it. And I just, I'm still kind of looking for that right fit for it. But mm-hmm. um, I do publish the poems that, you know, the apologies themselves on the Instagram. They're also, they have their own website. Um, and so, and then I do write the freelance articles cover a lot of the same topics in the book. So there is a lot of, you know, information and momentum behind it. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can get a release date soon, but yeah, in the meantime, there's still plenty of 
of ways people can benefit from it. Right. I'm going to share my screen here and show. Um, first, I'll start with your website. Um, really nice site. Thank you. And then um, Instagram that shows your different uh, things here. You come up with these expressions? Uh, the quotes are usually uh, things I find or things that relate. This is actually a quote from my friend's grandmother. <laughs> I used to tell oh. her that. So I do try to pull from people and life experiences as well with some mm -hmm. of the quotes. But yeah, I like to do on Wednesdays, my Wednesdays, words of wisdom. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so I like to try to mix one, it up with content. This one says, love many, trust a few, but always row your own canoe. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wanted to read that out so our podcasters know what we're talking about. <laughs> oh, this one I love. Drink my coffee, keep it together, take down the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody knows me, knows I'm a big coffee person. So Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Now you've also contributed to some, some anthologies too. Can you tell us yeah. about those? Yeah, so I would say the one that I was kind of really excited about was the Glass of Wine with Edgar anthology. That's a lot of uh, poetry that's based around, you know, Edgar Allan Poe's type of work and his vibe. And it was kind of my first foray into dark poetry because usually, you know, as you can see from my other things, it's a little more um, upbeat and, and humorous and light. And then, you know, this was kind of my foray into uh, a darker type of poetry. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so this, this publication picked it up and put it in this anthology. And so I was just really excited about it because it was so different than my usual genres. You know? <laughs> it's nice to go outside <laughs> of your comfort zone. It's a good yeah. Challenge. Yeah, I like to try, you know, different things because, you know, a lot of my work does, you know, rotate around dating and relationships, mm -hmm. but I think it's nice to have all these different creative outlets to keep it fresh and to keep it, you know, interesting for me as the writer and then also for my readers, I think I can take, you know, aspects of fiction or dark poetry and, you know, where it's very emotion-based and bring that into the articles as well. And then you have the fruits of our quarantine. Yes, that's another anthology that was uh, a poem just about kind of what we've learned from our time in quarantine. Oh, cool. I was like I, I participated in a quarantine uh, poetry book called Taft Stays Home. It's a freelancer group I belong to, and oh, we wrote okay. different poems. I wrote poems, and, and some people wrote essays about you know, the pandemic and about different things around that. It was a lot of fun to do it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, I mean, because that's really the poetry based, right? Like taking our experiences and taking our emotions and putting it into this, this thing that hopefully people can relate to and understand. Mm -hmm. Now, do you have some poetry that you'd like to share with us today? This poem is called Our Time Within, and this is the one featured in the Fruits of Our Quarantine book. What have we learned from our time in the dark? Have we learned inner peace or developed new art? Have we learned keeping secrets ends only in pain and discovery unplanned and more fear than gain? Have we learned that our minds are truly ours to control, 
that the aim of the world is to keep us quiet and droll. That if we keep our guard down for a moment too long, it will be too late to save us. Our minds will be gone. To keep ourselves and our planet safe from the forces that ravage, from the ones who enslave. Have we learned to rise up to correct injustice that creates such division, to learn to love each other with a new and clear vision? But have we learned these techniques, these mechanics of peace? Have we learned all the lessons? I guess we will see. If I remission we failed in the afterlife, we will all soon meet. Very nice. Very valid concern with what's going on with the quarantine. Everything that's going on with COVID. Yeah. Are you are you all doing better out there in California? Are things calming down or slowly but surely we're kind of just getting to the point where everything's opening back up again. So we're getting yeah, same there. Here. But yeah. But we've been really locked in for you know, the better part of the year. We really we've mm-hmm. never gotten gyms back. We've just gotten restaurants back. But yeah, there was even a time where our beaches and parks were closed. You know, we were very, very in. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Same here. We're we're opening up things now, but in, you know, some restaurants have been open in that, but I'm older, so I'm taking my precautions, you know, and even mm-hmm. though I've had the injections, I'm still being careful. Yeah, so. that's good. Well, thank you so much, Bethany, for coming on here today. We very much appreciate your time. Good luck with your book. Keep me posted. And once it's out, let me know so that I can you know, broadcast it. Yeah, thank you. I will. You know, once it's once it's published, if you want to come back on and do some readings from it, and you'd be glad to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, definitely. great. All right. Well, thank you so much, and you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Come back again soon. Would you like to be on our podcast? Send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com and we'll get back to you soon. Thank you. Have a good day.